0: This is a Squeeze Podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 30th of January. In your Squiz Today, protests in the US over a police bashing, a radioactive cap is MIA, support for the arts sector, and Australia's best beach. This is your squeeze today. The weekend has seen protests in several cities across the United States after the death of 29 year old Tyree Nichols. And Claire, he was a black man who died in a Memphis hospital earlier this month after
1: being pulled over by police and brutally assaulted. So just to explain what happened on the evening of January the 7th, he was pulled over for reckless driving, uh, but authorities say that there's no evidence that he was actually in the wrong. His family say that he was out taking pictures at the sunset, that he was a very keen photographer, uh, but he was subjected to what... the police chief Sherilyn Davies has called a heinous, reckless and inhumane attack. Uh, he was punched, kicked, pepper sprayed, he was tasered. Uh, he was hit with batten's for three minutes by five police officers as he screamed for his mother. Uh, and then it took 20 minutes before any medical attention was given to him. Uh, and he was clearly looking at the footage conscious, but he was badly injured. And then as you say, Alice, he died in hospital three days later.
0: Yeah, and this is all in focus now because during the weekend authorities released footage of that traffic stop. The video was disturbing and it's generated outrage at the extreme violence inflicted on Nichols, who was also caught on camera explaining that he was just trying to go home. The officers were also black, so that's raised a lot of difficult questions about policing and violence
1: in the US, Claire. So to start with, it raises questions about whether any progress has been made since George Floyd mm-hmm. uh, was killed by police in Minneapolis in 2020. Uh, reports say that cases of police killing civilians remain high, uh, but the black Americans uh, continue to die at a higher rate than white citizens. And then, as you say, the fact that the five officers charged with Nichols' murder are also black is said to be complicating things, particularly complicating the anguish around his death. Uh, the Nichols' family lawyer, Ben Crump, summed it up. Uh, he said, and this is the quote, that there's an institutionalised police culture that has this unwritten law you can engage in excessive force against black and brown people. He says that it doesn't matter what race you're from, that's the police culture. Yeah, it's complex and
0: something officials and advocates against police violence towards black people will now be wrestling with. Investigations into Nichols' death are ongoing and the autopsy report is set to be released soon. If you're in Western Oz, you might like to stay clear of any small metallic capsules that you find on the ground. That's because it could contain a radioactive substance.
1: Yeah, it's a bit alarming on a couple of fronts. (laughs) Uh, Officials reckon that it went missing a couple of weeks ago when it was being transported between the Pilbara town of Newman and Perth. Uh, It's a substance that's used in mining operations and it was being sent south uh, on that 1,400-kilometre journey Uh, When they believe that the really small capsule, it's smaller than a 10 cent coin, uh, escaped from its container on the back of a truck, Uh, they're very concerned because they say if someone stumbles across it, uh, any exposure can cause skin burns, radiation sickness and even cancer.
0: Yeah, so unsurprisingly, an investigation has been launched into all of this and radiation detectors are being used to locate the gamma rays. Daryl Ray from the state's Department of Fire and Emergency Services fronted a press conference on Saturday to say they're not trying to find it by eyesight. The arts sector regularly calls for more support from governments, Claire. And in recent times, and depending on who you talk to, there have been fights about funding and policy. And then there was COVID that shut a good whack of the sector down. But today is their day. Federal Arts Minister Tony Burke is set to announce the details of the Albanese government's
1: long-awaited national cultural policy. So there's a couple of areas to expect to focus on. The first is supporting Indigenous storytelling. That's a big one. Mm. Uh, Also recognising artists and creators as workers by establishing fair remuneration guidelines because quite frankly, who doesn't like getting paid for their work. Uh, And then there's also a focus on producing more diverse Australian stories on free-to-air TV and the streaming services. Uh, Potentially there could be local content quotas. Yeah, a quota for
0: Aussie content on the streaming services is a big one. And there's been a lot of consultation on this policy, six months to be precise. So let's see how the final version goes down when it's announced by Burke in Melbourne this morning i mm-hmm. Another Australian Open is done & Dusted Claire and despite some of the tournament's biggest names dropping out, the finals still served up some absolute gold for viewers.
1: And last night's men's final was a big one with Novak Djokovic beating Stefanos Tsitsipas in straight sets. Uh, That's Djokovic's 10th Aussie Open title. It's his 22nd career Grand Slam so that sees him equal Rafael Nadal's record. Uh, Djokovic just sobbed after the match. He called it the biggest win of his life. Uh, he said there was a lot going on in the last four to five weeks, so it was a big one for him. Uh, and for the women, Belarusian Arena Sabalenka beat Kazakhstan's uh, Elena Rabakina. That was a really nail biting three-setter on Saturday night. Uh, Sabalenka has done a lot of work on her game and particularly her serve uh, to see her now become a Grand Slam winner.
0: And Rinky Hijikata and Jason Kubler, manage- Managed to keep the men's double crown in Aussie hands. The pair had never played a tournament together, but they might have more in their future. They say they'll both benefit from the shared $695,000 price money, which they're calling career changing. And Aussie summer is iconic. And there are a few elements that are more iconic than the beach and Triple J's Hottest 100. And Claire, there's a couple of updates on both of those things.
1: Yeah, very conveniently on the one weekend. Uh, So Stokes Bay on South Australia's Kangaroo Island has been named the best beach in Australia. That's by beach guru Brad Farmer. I like his job. I reckon that's a job I'd like to apply for. Uh, He's also named Boomerang Beach, which is on the new South Wales, Mid North Coast as number two and Rainbow Beach, which is near Queensland's Fraser Island as the third best. Uh, As for the tunes to listen to while you're enjoying some of that salt water, uh, Triple J's Hottest 100 has named Flumes Say Nothing as its number one song for the year.
0: Yeah, the Aussie producer is the second artist to top the list twice, and that follows on from Powderfinger's late 90s, early noughties success. I'll put the links to the top 10 tracks from the Hottest 100 in the episode notes so you can be as cool as
1: us as we catch up on what's hot with the kids today. Oh, yeah, totally cool. We're (laughs) we're known for being really cool, so something to aspire to. Squiz the day, Claire. What's something to keep an eye on today? Well, it's tonight in Sydney. It's Australian Cricket's Night of Nights, uh, the Alan Border Medal and the Belinda Clark Medal. That recognises Australia's best men's and women's cricket players.
0: And we'll see if we're bowled over by any red carpet action. That wraps us up this morning. Thank you for listening. Squiz Kids Today, our news podcast for kids aged eight and above, is back from this morning. Have a great start to your week and we'll be back with you again tomorrow.